Welcome to Cash Considerations, the podcast that takes you behind the Las Vegas sportsbook from the guys that actually work behind it with your hosts, Alan Berg, Dave Sharapan, and Matoy Pearson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. The guys are back here for you for some NFL Conference Championship talk. Might even get into little fights, which is my forte, of course. And uh, some NBA, probably. Talk a little boogie, maybe. Uh, I know Mo likes to talk about the Warriors. Loves them. Bang. <laughs> I think you like them more than me, actually. I do love the Warriors. It is true. Yeah. Who doesn't love the Warriors? Yeah. Everybody loves well, the, the Warriors. Well, the haters, you know, the haters. <laughs> the only ones who don't love them are the ones that hate them. Right, right, right. <laughs> Factual. Incredible. And they keep trying to bet against them, too. Oh, brutal. <laughs> Rough. Rough. All right, fellas. Well, uh, welcome to the show, of course. And, um, you know, big weekend, obviously, NFL. We're going to set up the Super Bowl here where we'll all be living the nightmare of building every prop under the sun. And uh, Yeah, it's a huge uh, weekend here in two weeks in Vegas. We'll get down here. There's all kinds of things to do. It's um, fun for everybody but us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> At least when the game starts, you know, you're like, okay, we just got to post stuff now. This is not that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and I think it like everything that boiled down and like stressing over, you know, uh, getting ahead of all the, the prop lines and stuff like that. When the game cuts on, everyone's going wild. Well, I am. Uh, right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's when the game goes on is when everyone takes that deep breath and we all come back down to earth for uh, for that moment. Unless you're trading the game in-game. Oh, correct. Oh, yeah. Mm, Which will be mm-hmm. happening, obviously, 100%. Yeah. That's for sure going to be happening. Yeah, but in the scheme of things, that's going to be the – that's going to be all right. You know what I mean? Like, that isn't as bad, I feel like, as doing, like, these in-game. Like, in my opinion. I don't know. Oh. I think it's yeah, way worse. better than building props. Uh, <laughs> it's not the props in general, but the building is, a uh, man, it's yeah, mm. rough, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Enough I don't want to dwell on it. Enough of us complaining. Sorry. Enough of right. us complaining. No one cares. <laughs> exactly. Cares. No one cares. Wanna, no one cares. I don't want to dwell on it. Let's just continue. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to it then. Uh, starting with the NFC Championship, the LA Rams at New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans minus three and a half, even money, total 57 here at Caesars. Um, Dave's shop at CG has three minus 20 on the Saints and same total. Um, go ahead, guys. I don't know if anybody has really a take on this one. Um, this is probably the worst one for me as far as the options, but um, I, I don't really care for either game to, to actually bet on. I'll be looking at like props and things like that probably. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, I'm anxiously awaiting to hear each other's takes um, for the games, and I hope the listeners are as well. But I hope we don't disappoint because we've been in the game long enough, and both games are three or three and a half in juice, and the totals are both 57 and 56. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. Um, the only thing is, is with both matchups, they're rematches, and it is hard to beat the team the second time. Um, the Saints' home field advantage is going to come into play. Gurley's health is in question. 
but CJ Anderson is, you know, his nickname is fat back and all he is is just running the ball. I mean, <laughs> fat back. <laughs> Fat back. That's what they call him. He calls himself that. I, uh, I yeah. So, uh, and self-admittedly, you know, he said, I'm 15 pounds overweight. Doesn't matter. You know, I'm still running. So, you're right, A.B., the props are, are an interesting uh, a thing as far as a way to attack this game. How does this game stay under? That's what I want to know, Mo. Is there any chance this game stays under? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we've talked about it uh, in – the upcoming weeks for the Saints and how they kind of hit a brick wall offensively. Um, I don't think they've scored over 30 in like uh, maybe the last four or five weeks. Um, You know, after that Cowboys game, it kind of slowed down. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I thought we talked about them peaking for the most part. Um, And then I was saying that I think the defense has still been playing just as good as they have um, as the season progressed. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I think if the Saints can kind of get a hold of it, you know, they, they have the one-two punch in uh, Kamara and Ingram. Man, Stephen A. Smith called uh, uh, Kamara Kareem Hunt. I, I just got <laughs> Oh, that was bad. Alan, Alan, Alan told me that earlier. but um, I don't think Stephen A. is listening to the show. No. But, but if you are, you got to get better research people, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, come on. It's unacceptable. Well, come they on. got him doing too much to begin with anyway, so I mean, like – there's no excuse, Mo. <laughs> My bad. There's no excuse. My bad. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> There's no excuse. Um, but like, uh, but just going on, you know, the Saints and and the way their defense plays, um, you know, it's just everyone's going to be bending over anyway to begin with. I mean, probably not something to go off, but, um, you know, I think the Saints are going to win, uh, for the most part, just because of the defense and how they play at home. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be. Close a closer game where it's going to stay under uh, and where the Saints are going to have control towards the end of it. Um, you know, I, I think right now it's just hard to bet against the Saints at home. You know, so it's kind of my t- – everything's kind of even. It looks like the ticket counts are pretty solid within within each other. You know, I don't know. McVay might have something ready for him, but traveling to that, to that dome is rough, man, for anyone. At our place, the ticket count is almost dead even. And surprisingly – the money both on the spread and the money line for an NFC championship game, it's, it's not that big of a decision for us yet. Um, I don't know how that's going to end up, you know, Sunday because, you know, you guys know and, and the listeners, whether you don't know or not, a lot of the money comes in, you know, this weekend. So um, it could flip the decision. It could, it, it could make the decision grow bigger. Um, I, I don't know how, how this is going to go. I mean, A.B., it, I expect both teams to be able to run the ball, right? It's funny because I feel like if the Rams are going to win this game, they, they need to completely do a 180 in their game plan. I don't think that this is the type of team you run the ball against in this dome. I think they have to – I think they really need Todd Gurley, personally. I think they have to throw the ball out of the backfield and um, really get Goff going with some easy passes. So for me, um, if they stick to this whole running system that they've been using, um, I just don't see the Saints having any problems with them. I think they got to run the ball to keep the Saints off the field, mm. you know, control the clock a little bit, and that would, you know, lead you to playing the under if you think the Rams are going to be able to run the ball um, and, and, and just play a possession game. But like you said, they got to move the sticks. They got to they got to have sustained drives. 
And the best way to do that is those short passes to get golf going. Um, I don't think either team's going to blow each other out in this game. I, I can't see a, a scenario where there's a blowout. Uh, I mean, the, the Saints defense showed me something last week after slow out of the gate to the Eagles and being down 14 nothing and not allowing another point. I mean, the Eagles were driving to win the game, and that ball goes through Jeffrey's hands, uh, you know, right to the Saints uh, defender and, and ices the game. But the Eagles gave what? them everything uh. they could have, right? I, yeah, I, yeah. Well, give me – hold on one second. Oh, no, <laughs> my, no, I'm seeing a line just got smoked. Oh, oh. oh, oh my goodness. What is happening? No. Hey, Mo, hey, Mo, we're live. We're live. (laughs) Here, I'll I'll, I'll pick this thing up. I'll pick this ball up and run with it. Um, The the Jeffrey play is still just just burning me because I I ended up getting on the Eagle train. And I I still say at this moment, if he catches that pass, they were on their way to winning that game. Mm -hmm. So that one hurt. Um, Also, had a Keenan Allen prop. 74 and a half yards and uh, landed on 75 and he had two catches. So that one was, so it was a salty betting day for me a little bit. Um, <laughs> I did have the boxing dog on, uh, on the Fox, uh, the FS1 fight. So I got a little back, but anyway, needless to say, um, I, man, I don't know. I, I just feel like if I was going to play anything this game, I, I would probably lean under, but, but... man, <laughs> It's tough to bet a game under when you got two teams that have shown they can score. Um, and, you know, my tracker could have given out totals on this uh, podcast. It's not the best. <laughs> so, uh, for me, I, I would actually be looking for any uh, Todd Gurley receiving props if they're out there is kind of what I'd be shopping around for. Um, I don't know if any books in town yet have that stuff available, but um, that's, that's where I'd be looking to make a bet in this game is on uh, Gurley's receiving yards over. There you go. Clean. Sorry about that outburst. Oh, that's all good. My mind was blown. (laughs) (laughs) On air. Insane. But if my take is uh, Saints and under, I'm I'm just going to go right back to it. Um, I can see the Rams actually getting off to a quick start again, but I'm just just not going to bet against Saints uh, playing at home. I mean, it's just a different feel. And uh, I, I think one of the Rams players said uh, it's going to be like cake or something, kind of going back and playing like it wasn't anything. Like, I mean, things like this that are being said prior to the game, obviously I didn't do my homework because I have no idea who said that. Or maybe it wasn't even said. Maybe I'm just making it up. Um, but, uh, you know, just for uh, how the Saints prepare and Peyton's already been there and Breeze, um, you know, just regular stuff that everyone's been saying, which is true. And they'll speak volumes on Sunday when they get it done on en route to the Super Bowl. Have you guys talked about if the Rams win the game, are they favored over either AFC team? I mm. don't. I personally don't think so. We'll have to. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there okay. On, on Sunday, I think with that with that convo. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's going to depend to me like how both teams look too. Right. Um, that win. So, well, we just have that NFC, AFC, you know, line still going. Oh, okay. Uh, and that has the NFC favored. And gotcha. we, we got into the discussion of what will the lines be. And it'll either be pick or NFC minus one 
even even if the Rams win. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that's the way. That that's the way. I was just curious if you guys had that discussion yet. All right. Well, uh, next up, we got the AFC Championship: New England and Kansas City. Kansas City minus three and a half even money here at Caesars, fifty-five and a half. Uh, Dave Shop's got three minus fifteen on the Chiefs and a total of fifty-six. Um, we had a we had a pretty good player to play under, so um, that would be the first thing I would point out here. Uh, it's one of the reasons I think we we're kind of sitting where we are. Trying to figure out where we and yeah, open fifty nine. Obviously, that Arctic blast is going to be hitting them. <laughs> um, uh, so you know the the, the total dropped um, uh, incredibly uh, during the week, and then yeah, Allen, we got that uh the big hit there. So yeah, I mean, it seems like a for me. I, I liked under prior anyway. I just seemed like it was kind of a lot and. Um, I kind of I'm, I'm throwing both those games out that we watched last week, especially that Patriots game. Um, we know where the Chargers were in a real bad spot, um, but you know I can't stray away from my uh, three-team par, although it's dead. Uh, my <laughs> annual three-team par, I'll probably put it in next year. I don't really care what anybody thinks. Um, but yeah, you know Patriots are going to stroll in Arrowhead, and you know I I don't know like I I don't know if people are trying to play the Mahomes will be kind of like you know. Uh, bigger stage he's going to be a little bit nervous I think he's going to be a rock and this is kind of like the point where I have a hard time believing um the Patriots even got an edge considering they got Belichick and Brady where um uh, now they don't have Alex Smith they have Patrick Mahomes who's you know hard to stop stop and Dave already pointed out that they've already played earlier this year just like the Saints in the Rams game so um I'm not trying to beat around the bush or anything I still think the Pats are going to win um, but I, I know a lot of guys that I, that I respect that kind of like Chiefs or lean Chiefs. Um, you know, it's going to be in the cold. Both got a pretty decent running game, and Patriots used their running game a lot pretty well. And I, I think they'll be able to kind of confuse that Chiefs defense that teed off on the Colts. Um, for the most part, I threw that came out anyway. But I think the Patriots should be able to move the ball at least, at least enough to get it into field position where, where Brady gets it done in the red zone, um, that, that, that'll probably help him at the end to win the game late. So close one. I like some under as well. Uh, I think the uh, the Patriots win the game um, by maybe uh, two or three points there. This one is, uh, uh, again, nothing would surprise me. And, and when, it, when I feel that way, I, I can't strongly feel a side in a play. I'm leaning towards Kansas City. I think that uh, picking against the Patriots is not fun. It's not. It doesn't ever feel good. And I mean, last week I loved New England. I just thought that game set up perfectly for them. And what they showed was their ability to run the ball and do those short passes. I mean, James White was all over the place. He caught 15 balls, I believe, and those are like runs. They just keep moving the ball. They keep moving the chains. If they do that, you know, the game, Kansas City is going to have to win in a shootout. For me, though, the, the, the unit that's going to decide this game is the New England defense. How much are they going to be able to slow down all of Kansas City's weapons? What kind of defense are they going to play? How are they going to scheme it? 
And, you know, obviously based on a track record, he's the best in the business with doing that. Belichick is. So that's what's going to decide the game ultimately. Um, I don't know about the under. I, it, all this, this weather forecast, I've never talked about the weather in Kansas City more in my life and, <laughs> and, and heard about it. It's been nonstop on every show, on, uh, uh, you know, just in passing, in the books. And when it all goes that way, there'll probably be 60 points scored in a game. You know, it'll be, it, it'll be 31-28 final, <laughs> something like that. You know, it'll fall three. And, you know, it will all have done it for nothing except the props. So that's that's where I see this one. Um, it's not really exciting and it's not a strong side either way. But that's probably where it's going to end up. I don't know. A.B., you got a, you got anything here? I just think I think this game is going to be magical. There's supposed to be a blood moon after the game. So the moon's going to be red out there. So I don't know if that's the, the blood that Tom Brady's going to take from the Chiefs or if it's just the Chiefs moon. I'm not sure. Is this but, for real? You're yeah, serious about I'm that? I'm dead serious, yeah. Wow. I just feel like there's going to be magic in the air, the Arctic blast. You got the guys with the the uh, the long sleeves. And, I mean, it's just going to be – it's going to look like something else. So it definitely, like, has that feel of something crazy going on, like close game. Um, for me, I like Tom Brady over two touchdown passes plus money. I think that's, that's the bet I would lean towards in this uh, situation. I'm not uh, crazy about the sides. Um, <clears throat> Chiefs, I believe, were uh, as low as 145 on the money line. I could see touching that back then, but now you're looking at 165, 170s. So um, not not that confident <laughs> that the Chiefs will win the game. So for me, I'm looking, like I said, so this time of year I start really looking at props if I don't really like the side in, in these games. So. Ticket count for us has been pretty even, again, with this one. Um, I actually believe there's more tickets on the Patriots, but the, the Chiefs' money line bets have outweighed that. So mm. I think Sunday, by the time the game kicks off, we're going to need the Patriots at our we're, place. We're actually on the yeah. other side. We have uh, more Chiefs on the, on the side and, um, and Patriots on the money line. So it's um, – Wow. I figure it's going to be more or less the same – um, that's what I thought coming into it anyway. Um, you know, just the Chiefs being the favorite there at home is fine. But, um, you know, I can't really put it into perspective what people think or what they took away from the earlier games. Um, but, you know, just seeing the Pats as a dog, I mean, I, I figure most people are going to be like, why would we take the points if, you know, we think they're going to win? So, I mean, that that rationale is going to continue on to Sunday. And uh, they'll be right. They'll all be right. Yeah, the Patriots will be in the Super Bowl, uh, and and they'll probably win it again. Yeah, that's, that's about that. Too. <laughs> that, that, that's happening. Gonna, what's the matchup you out. think will be the? One in. I didn't even yell it. I just what, walked it in. What's the What's the matchup you think would be the best matchup for the business? Well, uh, I either cut it into two. Um, I it was either. I mean, obviously, they're going to be a combination, but it's either going to be like the Grizzled Vets where Breeze matches up with Brady, which is fun, you know, teams that have actually been there, or the Young Guns get in. Like, you know, Goff goes head up, heads up with Mahomes in a, in, a, in a game that you might see again later down the road between Rams and Chiefs. Could be, you know, that type of deal. So one of those two, I think, could generate a lot, uh, personally to me, if, it, if it's from an NFL stand, standpoint, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'd rather see Brady and Breeze. Um, 
But, you know, we're going to see Mahomes and Goff for the rest of our lives coming up here. So. No, 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 no. That's, <laughs> no, that's we are. Ridiculous. No. Goff should not be the starter there in, like, him. three more years. <laughs> Goff's not even good. They'll be no. – they're going to be back. I mean, the teams are great. And the Chiefs and Rams will be there for a while, man. I want to see – I'd like to see Saints-Chiefs. Um, I'd like to see Mahomes collect – Two Hall of Famers heads on his way to oh, his first Super Bowl. Good story Actually, there. Good. Yeah, there's a good one. That's a great. Um, especially because he's such a young player and he came in league so dynamic. Heads. Oh yeah, <laughs> Game of, Game of Thrones really is starting up again soon, so I'm starting to get that edge to me again. You know? <laughs> Not just <in> the sword. <laughs> exactly. Pretty good, Sir Mahomes, getting out there <laughs> chopping people down. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm excited to watch both these games as far as, you know, the, the talent that's on the field and whatnot. I think they're going to be really entertaining. So we got some good good championship games. The Super Bowl is going to be fantastic no matter who gets in. So I think, yeah. just it, a lot of storylines. I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm always excited for it, but this year it seems like it should be, a, should be a good one. I'm excited for it, too. I think you're I, – I, I agree with Mo. I think the two storylines are the grizzled veterans. Um Patriots, Saints, and, you know, which one comes out on top in that matchup or a rematch of that Monday night match right. that we watched <laughs> with, the, with the Rams and the Chiefs going up and down a field in Atlanta, you know, one of the fastest tracks in the league in a dome, no weather. I mean, I don't know what will make the total, 80. 79 and a half. <laughs> it'll be like 96. Yeah, half. it'll be like a Big 12 game. I mean, seriously. <laughs> it'll be the highest total ever for the Super Bowl. I'm just thrilled I have that 59 and a half over already for the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because like, even that. It ain't going to be lower than that. No. no matter who's in this game. Exactly. Yeah. That's the absolute bottom. No question. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, making the props for a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl is going to be real interesting because whatever we all come up with, you got to add juice to every over or just, you know, if they average 88 yards a game, it's 98. Just make it 10 yards higher because you yeah. know what the way it's coming. 98 and, over plus 10. Right. right. Yeah. And, yeah that's we'll it. just yeah. move it when they bet it. Just move it. Right. That's it. We'll yeah, start we'll it out high it. and then we'll let you guys try to bet the under because, yep. you know, we all know the happens. over money's coming. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Oh, man. It's coming in hot. <laughs> man, without question. Jeez. All right, guys. Well, um, anything else to add here before we uh, shift gears? On the NFL? Yeah. I think. <sighs> Go ahead, Ma. I, yeah, no, I think I got most of it out. I, I, I wanted to say I was happy that the Chiefs game was later uh, in the day. I don't know. I just think it's going to be a better game, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, Saints-Rams is going to be for sure pretty solid, but uh, the Chiefs-Pats game, I think, should be one that, that everyone's going to remember. So, you know, if any if anybody's listening, they should stay tuned into that one. I'm going to try to keep myself as sober as possible so I can understand <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> yeah, so – yeah. I just hope they live up to the hype. You know what I mean? Like the build up has been great all week. It's the top four teams, the one and two seeds on both sides get there. Uh we got three point spreads, which leads you to believe that, you know, either side can win in either game. Totals are ridiculous, which means we should should see scoring. I hope there's not a seventeen fourteen game. I real either way, I just don't want to see a seventeen fourteen. 
you know, <laughs> f- penalty filled type game. This is, yeah, a, you know, the, the NFL has a stage right now for a lot of people's eyes and a lot of things to happen. Please don't be 17, 14. That's all I'm hoping for. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. I'm in on that too. All right. Well, um, Big Dave, let's let's talk a little NBA here. Um, what are your what are your thoughts thus far? Um, I know uh, Demarcus Cousins coming back tonight was kind of like the biggest NBA story. Uh, he looked decent for only getting a few minutes and fouled out in fifteen minutes, which was comical. Not before he um, made three threes, though. True. Yeah. Are yeah, you yeah. kidding me? He's going to start making threes. They need they need that. Well, he did <laughs> he did that in Sacramento too, but like. I, man, I don't know. I, I still, I still think that a healthy Demarcus Cousins could be the the downfall of the Warriors. What? Oh yeah. Like, I mean, there's a reason guys like him didn't win in Sacramento and didn't win in New Orleans. I mean, granted, he was winning thanks to Anthony Davis uh, and him both being there, but ultimately, uh, I just don't think guys like this win. Like, I, he just reminds me of the Carmelo, uh, the the Dwight Howard mold very I, like over emotional and I can, can't keep things in check. I could see that. Um, but when you get in a different culture and what the warriors culture is, is unable to be replicated anywhere else. You either get it, get on board or they won't keep you around. I mean, he's on a one year deal, right? Like he said that this is, he's kind of playing for the next deal. I believe he's got to play what they want him to do. I think he'll fit in. um, And I think it just adds another dynamic to a team that doesn't need another dynamic. I mean, they are rolling. He, he already said tonight afterwards that he, he thought that the love he was getting was fake and that he doesn't know how (laughs) KD and Curry put up with it. And then he doesn't like cameras in his face. I'm like, then why are you a golden state, bro? Like, did you not think like, you were going to be an intriguing part of this season for them. Yeah, what like, did you like, think I'm was going to happen? You, man, right? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this guy, it, it, oh, just something about him. And I, I think deep so, down, he's a really good dude. Like I think, like you know, he's done a lot of good, like charity stuff. And um, I, I think off the court, he's just a really good guy. But man, on the court, like he's just, I don't know, something, something weird. Like he, you know, the the technicals and all these things and. Oh, yeah. yeah, he already he uh, fouled out in his first game back, man. Yeah, I think it was planned in fifteen minutes. Yeah, it was. You got it. <laughs> planned it. They had a pa- page one material. No way in the world. Well, who beats him in the West then? Nobody. Oh, I don't know. Can James Harden just strap this team on his back again? I don't know. I don't He's think playing he has out of enough his mind. Help. He is playing out of his mind. It's so if impressive. They, they should just sit Chris Paul until the game right? one against the Warriors and just say, <laughs> "All right, shake off the rust." Make sure those things are taped up. Every like joint you have in those legs, just just wrap them, dude. There's Please. a guy. Why is he coming back? Is he? Is there like a timetable on? Who cares? On? I mean, like <laughs> seriously though, who cares? Like you talk about, you know, Boogie in his perception. You could kind of say the same thing about Chris Paul a little bit, couldn't you? Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, who? Hey, Mo, who was the guy? He. Uh, he uh, sucker punched earlier this year. Who? Uh, oh, remember he was claiming he spit on him, but it was actually his teammate that accidentally spit on him. Rajon, Rajon Rondo. 
That oh, was yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, everyone yeah. wanted to throw Rondo under the bus because no one likes Rondo. Yeah, man, that was crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. I forgot that even happened. My God, <laughs> the NBA has been crazy. I don't know if there's anyone in the West that can beat them in, in a seven-game series. I just don't know. Well, I think they beat themselves. That's my oh, okay. point. Wow. I don't think it's so much that anybody else beats them. It's that, you know, the, the Durant stuff bubbles over, the, the, the Marcus Cousins factor, the fact they've won a gazillion titles already. I, I just something, – something's going to break, I feel like. And then they probably win it next year when Durant leaves. Right. <laughs> Never. Impossible. Never. <laughs> possible the east is interesting though isn't it ab like i mean these teams are oh yeah the top of the east is great uh the playoff basketball we're going to get in the east is going to be phenomenal stuff i mean even the pacers are dangerous right Um, the nets are coming on i mean they're winning some decent games they beat the rockets they Um, you think they they make the playoffs yeah, I do. I think yeah, the Nets think, make the playoffs I, as well. I think they're very good. Yeah, I think that it's all it's all coming together for them, and I I think they're. Uh, I mean, D'Angelo Russell's playing out of his mind. I mean, you know, he's always had that kind of potential. He's still only twenty two, which I think people forget, and so um, he's really coming into his own. And I, I think they definitely definitely are going to be a playoff team. Um, kind of hoping the Raptors don't have to see them in the first round. To they're, be right, they're going to be a Just, team that you don't want to play in the playoffs. I mean. It's going to take everything they got and a couple breaks to win a series against sure. one of the top four. But it's not going to be a fun series to play, and it's probably going to go six or seven games. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be like playing the Heat or whoever, right, whoever right. one of those Where you know that they can't, they can't take you out in seven games. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, currently the Nets are sixth in the, in the East. They rose up today. Uh, got ahead of the Heat and the Hornets, and uh, yeah, they're rolling, man. Yep, it's uh, it's funny though. Do you guys remember ever, like in recent NBA history, the amount of blowouts that occur on, on a nightly basis? I mean, like Cleveland stopped playing; uh, the, you can't even make a line against them anymore. <laughs> You're down twenty-eight at halftime. I'm doing the halftime lines. How do you make a line on a 28-point deficit at halftime? Right. It's, and it's hilarious because it'll come pick. It's, right. You know, they were 15-point favorites. They're up 28. you got to make the, the team that's down like a four, four-and-a-half-point favorite at least, you would think. Yeah. Comes pick. Minus one. <laughs> what are you talking about? And they cover. It's, right. it's, it's crazy. So, teams have already – I mean, this tanking thing, you, you, that was funny on, on Twitter when you said start tanking. Because I was right, being right, sarcastic. Right. Of because, course you were. Yeah, right. right yeah. yeah. But it's funny. They are tanking. They have started tanking, and they continue to tank. I, I've been lamenting all week in a room. After the All-Star game, there's six teams I don't even think we should put on the board in the right. NBA. Right. Enough, yeah, yeah. unless they're yeah. playing each other. The, the, they're the limit four games. Yeah, you, right. can, have, you can have $200 <laughs> on that, sir. That's, That's a max it. bet on the spread. On the spread? spread. Yes, yeah. on the spread. So yeah. the total is fifty dollars and you do not offer a money line. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's it. I mean, like the Bulls. Uh, there's so many teams. I just go the Knicks. It's, it's just a joke. Well, it's- I was saying, you know what they need to do, man? Here here's my honest take on this. I'm tired of these teams like on purpose trying to 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 get to the bottom and get the most lottery balls. I think they need to play for it. 
How so? What do you mean? Okay, so like, let's say we take, we'll just say the bottom eight teams to make it simple, right? So we obviously have the Cavs, Bulls, Knicks, uh, Suns, Hawks, Grizzlies. Line them up, seed them one to eight, and you have to. Now you're in a tournament, a one game, uh, first round, one game semifinals, and a three game finals. The winner of that gets the number one pick. Genius. I love it. And people would love it. It's great basketball because now they have to play for something. So all the young guys got to show up. Owners are going to be upset if they don't win the number one pick. Oh, and more money, more money, more money. Yep. Wow. I like it. We want to see it too. I mean, right. It would generate a lot of attention for sure. Guaranteed. And then there'd be no, there'd be no like, uh, there'd be no seating. There'd be no home court advantage. You just like literally roll some dice, and, They're basically and this team gets a home game. This team gets a home game. It, you know, no matter where they are in the standings, no one cares. It's like the bottom eight teams get this shot at the number one pick. They're basically playing basketball all year anyway, so they should. Just well, continue. and that's the thing. You know it, what I mean? Like, it's a maximum of five games after the season when the NBA teams play a hundred games in the playoffs. Right. What is that to yeah. the teams who didn't do well? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. might be a draw, a and, and and teams and fans of teams that have bad records would show up in droves for those games because they want the number one pick. Right, yep. and you'd actually be able to root for them instead of. Rooting that they lose, right. oh, exactly. so yeah, yeah, yeah. that would actually, actually that would change the better. dynamic. Yeah, and I, and I just like to point out now that I brought this up on social media, someone else will take this from me. I guarantee. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Has to be done. Yep, because it's I, out there in the world now. So there we go. So that one's I, for free, everyone. I'm gonna take it. I've often said <laughs> that. I don't care. If my, you take it, I know where to find you, so I'm not afraid of that. You, yeah, you we can do that, Mo. Go roll with that. You you simple. can't hide, Mo. Forget it. It's Everyone knows where you're at. <laughs> they got yeah. me, dog. Yeah. They got me. I've said that the, the team that misses the playoffs, you know, the nine, the nine spot, they should get the most balls. Right. Right. The you team know, that tried. The team that tried, it yeah. just missed. That's That'll reverse all the tanking. No you're doubt. still playing to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, you go be the eight seeds. And losing a playoffs, I mean, you still made the playoffs. It would continue. Just keep the competitive level what it needs to be. It's so sure. it's, it's compromising the product. And that's, like in in the NFL too, you could do something where it's like the the last four games of the year, like the team that wins the the, the last four games of the year on the basis of where they were going in, actually like helps your uh, your seating in the lottery or not lottery, but the uh, in the standings. So say you start like 0 and 12. If you go 4 and 0, you'll get the number one pick. Right. And that'll, you know, you got to obviously like, you know, luck out a little with the schedule and hopefully you're not playing some teams that really need the wins. But at least that would make it so that there's something going on in the field that like, you know, benefits you. Cause I, I mean, that's the big thing. Like you said, like you just get these games that aren't even competitive. So like, let's, let's, you know, let's make this stuff competitive. Let's figure out a way to do it. I mean, yeah, there, no, has to, I, I, there has to be a better way. Right. And your theory is great, too, because at least that way, if you don't want to do the, the playoff you know, type of thing, at least you're, you're rewarding teams who are, who are putting their best effort in and um, you know, trying to claw their way into the playoffs. Um, and, and that was something I said in the room, too. I'm just sick of these teams that are getting rewarded for being bad. Like, that, that shouldn't be a reward. Yeah. If nothing else, then maybe we make it where if you if you get a top four pick, you can't have one the following year. So that way, if you're bad again, you get your 
at best fifth. No, yeah. that might not be a bad idea either. Yeah. Mo. Yo, what's going on? Virginia Duke tomorrow. Who you got? Oh, man. Was that um, the one you were freaking out about? Was that the one no, that was steaming? No, no. It was the LSU in South Carolina. Something must have went terribly wrong somewhere in the world oh. <laughs> for that line to happen. But, um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, I, you know, I was hoping that they wouldn't lose to Syracuse. Uh, well, actually, I wasn't really hoping that. But I was uh, hoping that, you know, it would be more of like a bigger a bigger game undefeated. Both uh, two undefeated teams in the conference. Obviously, Virginia undefeated overall. Um, but it looks like they'll be missing one of their star freshmen, Cam Reddish. They'll still have Williamson and Barrett, so it should be enough. But I don't know. Um, you know, it's going to be a packed house again at Duke. Um, but it just seems like Virginia's on this revenge tour. Bang. Bang. <laughs> so, um, you know, watch, watch for uh, watch for the defense to, to really key in on Zion. And, uh, I, I mean, Syracuse kind of ran an up-tempo game. Made a lot of big shots down the stretch in that one to take them out. This one should be more uh, slow and methodical. I mean, you know, after losing that game to the 16th seed, it seems like they're trying to um, – they're taking names right now. And Duke's <laughs> going to be another one. So, um, you know, Bennett, Bennett's a pretty respectable coach. And I know, uh, you know, the players are locked in. And, and Duke's still kind of feeling the woes of, uh, of that game. And they almost lost the game prior to Florida State, man. So, it seems like something's going on. And they're missing their, their uh, star point guard, Trey Jones. Uh, who looks like he hurt his shoulder. I think he might play. Um, we'll see how he's doing during the game. But I, I think Virginia uh, actually has a shot here to uh, to win in a convincing fashion. Ooh. Yeah. Line, the line's two, um, the overnight line. And I expect it to actually close closer to pick. I think yep. uh, sharp guys are on Virginia, at, at least what I've seen and heard. Um, everyone else will be on Duke because it's Duke. The total is only 138, which is unbelievably low for a Duke game, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, but they're playing Virginia, who plays the best defense in the country. That's, the, that's the, obviously the premier game tomorrow. There's another one, Michigan at Wisconsin. Yes, this, uh, we're already like – our ticket count is ridiculous on Michigan. Oh, Michigan. We opened it like four hours ago. Yeah, we put it up. We took uh, not one single bet on Wisconsin. I expect that to continue tomorrow. And Wisconsin, this is a game they cover, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, Michigan, uh, well, Wisconsin's having trouble on offense. That seems like that's what their woes are, and they're about that's to an, face That's a, an understatement. They uh, can't score. Brutal. It's terrible. But Beeline, uh, you know, a guy that uh, prides his team on defense, um, you know, it's kind of like not a good spot to be in, but definitely not something to be on considering what's happening with all the money that's hitting Michigan right now early. 127 and a half or 128 is the total right now. They'll be lucky to be uh, probably 110 points scored in this one. Man. Just, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be like watching Hoosiers again. You know, they're <laughs> going to, they're going to, they're going to pass the ball five times before they shoot. We're going to take the shot clock down every time. <laughs> it's going to be an ugly big 10 basketball game, but just feels like one of those games that Wisconsin will find a way to cover. I don't sure. know. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I believe it. I think uh, if I were to choose a side, it would just be with the points, on, like on principle. Uh, I think you're on to something with that. Early start in Madison. You know, they're going to be tested. Michigan's going to be tested. It should be close. 
Last one for you, Mo, because I know you love the college baskets. Kansas at West Virginia. Kansas oh. looking like a five, five-and-a-half-point favorite. Sure. West Virginia's underperformed. Uh, that's, that's an understatement. That's an understatement. And uh, it's a hard trip to make. It has been in years past. How hard is it going to be for Kansas? Uh, man, you know, if they're going to build any type of, like, uh, respect in their in the locker room uh, going forward for the rest of the season, which it's still long, um, they need to come to play here, and they need to play defense, and it's going to be rough. I, I think it's going to be, you know, tough for Kansas, um, who I think they've had some of their more uh, brutal woes on the road. Um, should see a, a different West Virginia team. Um, but if, if West Virginia is not putting the ball in the basket, I mean, it, it, it could get ugly late for them. So, um, me, I, I, I don't have any uh, opinion on laying the five. I, I would lean that way still just because of, how West Fall's been playing, but just to consider how, you know, Huggins will have the kids playing. Um, it should be close throughout the game for the most part. This is one of those ranked teams playing against a non-ranked team. The line's only five. I can just see it going up five and a half, six. And um, I love home dogs in college basketball, but I can't, I can't make a case for West Virginia here because they just aren't good. They're not good. They're in jeopardy of maybe not making the tournament, everything. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought if you tell me that you really liked Kansas, I was going to say, all right, we got to give that one out as a play. But, you <laughs> Matt, know. Uh, Maddie, uh, we, uh, we added uh, West Virginia to teams to never bet again this year. Oh, okay. Um, didn't so know, even if Didn't uh, know about that. All right. Very important to know. Well, this is because uh, uh, if I, you know, if, if, even if I did like West Virginia a little bit, uh, there would be no way we could give them out to the listeners uh, just on that rule alone. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, somebody got to nudge AB because I know he nodded off. Maybe he you know signed off for a little bit, but we need some boxing <laughs> talk. I think we got to you know with Pacquiao Broner. You wrote a great column AB in Gaming Today. If anyone hasn't read it, go on GamingToday.com and read AB's column. You really think Broner's got a shot in this thing? Well, I blacked out. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I thought there was like a secret exit in the hub. Like, I <laughs> oh, you didn't even know about that yet. You didn't know left. about that yet. Jeez. I was out. I was gone. <laughs> um, man, I, I'm, I'm impressed with how this line has just drifted higher and higher towards Pacquiao, man. I, I'm very surprised. Um, for those of you that maybe don't bet a ton of boxing, um, it's very traditional for the underdog price to come plummeting down um, at least like 20 or 30 cents. And, and we're looking at Pacquiao opening as a 235, 240 favorite, and now he's driven up to like 330, 340. Um, so I don't know. The money's coming in on the favorite, which is just insane to me. Um, Broner's always been um, – I, I wouldn't label him as talented as like a Zab Judah, but he reminds me of him in the aspect of if he really committed himself um, and got rid of the outside the ring distractions that he seems to love to surround himself with, that he had a lot of potential. Um, but I think that, you know, a person can only take so much and um, be successful in something as high profile as these big fights. Um, but that being said, uh, Manny Pacquiao did get knocked out by Juan Manuel Marquez with a perfect uh, counter shot. 
Broner loves to counter punch. Um, I, I think getting plus two seventy around town, plus two seventy five, is just crazy. I, I I just don't see um, too many fights where I feel like you're getting like <clears throat> that kind of a level of value. I mean, when you when you really break down what a plus two seventy is, essentially, if we put you know a hundred dollars on three straight fights, if we hit one of them, then we only lost thirty bucks. So. Right. In the grand scheme of things, that that's why I, I feel like Broner's a great play. Um, not saying Pacquiao won't beat him, won't possibly knock him out. Definitely could happen. But in this game, you want to play when you have the price at your advantage. And for me, I, I just think this Broner line's uh, pretty attractive. Expecting this one to go to the distance? Um, man, I, I you know, the, the total's 10.5 with a high juice over. Um, I, I think that if you're if you're a little nervous about um, Pacquiao, um, you know price maybe play this under, but uh, yeah, I mean it, it really seems like it should be Manny by decision from what you what you're seeing right. on the board. Yep, uh, and I, Broner uh, has never been stopped, so he has that. But man, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, I feel like somebody could get caught very easily in this fight. It's an interesting total. I I just. Again, with with Manny being forty, yeah, right. I mean, that's just the X factor for me when I look at the fight. And again, I, I just I, I want it to be an entertaining fight. Um, every time we've gone to, I believe it was either three thirty or three forty. There's the number where you get the Broner bet. Mm. That's every time we've touched that. The, you know the alert goes off the approval button has to happen and it's a broner bet for the limit or more so right. that's the number um it, it, i don't know and again you're right the way fights have gone historically since you know i've been in the business here in vegas it always comes in on the on the dog early and the favorite late and it's just right. complete reversal from that yeah so you know obviously manny's a popular choice and you know, I still feel bad for the amount of bets that I took on him against uh, Mayweather. And just, <laughs> just, just watching these people be led to slaughter, it was like, oh, man. Um, so uh, with the backing, uh, I don't expect it to get higher than 340. But I, I just think, like you said, it shapes up to a Manny by decision kind of thing for me. You guys put – I saw you put up the, uh, the five-way prop too, right? Yeah, we have the, the five-way uh... – knockout or decision and then we also have uh round by round round well. by round yeah we so. put that up as well so nice good stuff good stuff absolutely how about ufc what, what, what kind of card is this um pretty solid actually um it's the first fight they're having on the espn brand so they have their uh, their prelims with their the prelim main event being donald cowboy cerrone very big fan favorite and then uh, the main stuff is on ESPN Plus, which is only five bucks a month. Totally worth it if you're a UFC fan. Um, but uh, yeah, the main event's real deal. I mean, you got an Olympic gold medalist, uh, Henry Cejudo. Um, you know, he's the guy that conquered Mighty Mouse, uh, Demetrius Johnson, who now went to one championship over in China with a big deal. And uh, TJ Dillashaw, who's been um, just a wrecking ball, man. I mean, just. You know, he, he got outboxed basically in a UFC fight by Dominic Cruz, which is how he lost his title. 
And uh, since then, he's destroyed um, Cody Garbrandt twice. And uh, moving down in weight, trying to be a two a two division champion. Uh, he's like a two dollar favorite pretty much everywhere. Um, should be a great fight. A lot of tactical stuff. Uh, both guys are really strong in their areas. Suda's a great wrestler. TJ Dillashaw is one of the best uh, strikers probably in you know MMA pound for pound. Um, but I think I think uh, originally I was kind of leaning Cejudo because of the wrestling. But man, Dillashaw is incredibly hard to take down. Guys have tried. Uh, failed miserably he's so great at um, controlling his space and um, keeping his legs away from harm and then just you know finding the holes in a guy's game and just from some things that I saw online and some research I saw I, I feel like Dillashaw's the guy here um, even though we've had some decent sharp action actually on Cejudo I, I still feel like Dillashaw's the right side I from my you know just really diving into this um, and, and watching the numbers more so than watching the fights, but the last few events have been very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning with you. I think Dillashaw, I watched the weigh-ins today. These guys are in incredible shape. They must oh, have yeah. had outstanding camps. I like Dillashaw as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, it's it, anything could happen in, in UFC, man. I've seen, you know, upsets happen that we didn't see coming. Um, there's not a lot of people that thought Cejudo was going to beat Demetrius Johnson. So he might have taken himself to an entirely new level that we don't even know he's at yet. Um, so I, I can't fault anybody for taking a plus 180, plus 170 type of ticket on Cejudo. But, um, you know, I, I kind of uh, have a – couple things uh, parlayed into Dillashaw, so we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, the other crazy fight that's on this card is Greg Hardy's UFC debut. Um, he's a giant favorite, $5, 550 around town. So, uh, Mo, you got anything to say about Greg Hardy? Um, it's ridiculous that he's on the card. <laughs> we figured out what happened. Um, uh, I actually don't want to get into that right now. I don't think that <laughs> – <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's crazy that he's fighting uh, for the most part. Is he is he favored in this fight? I, I don't know much about it. I need to be schooled. Huge favorite. Favored? Five fit minus five fifty. You I'm can out. bet against him, buddy, for four four to one. It's the coming out party. Wait, is this, yeah. I, I thought he fought. This is his first official fight, right? In first the- official UFC fight because he fought for Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. Oh, word twice. Okay. And yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. smoked both guys they put him in there with. So I think uh, we, were, we were talking about that while it was happening. Uh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. That was already going on. I hope he loses, man. You know, I let's uh, we got to fade if you guys want to put your money together. Um, you know, just to get down uh, against Greg Hardy, uh, I'm with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <so> <laughs> if you want to, if you want to do that, I'm fine. If you're if you're up all day, if you're up all day tomorrow, hopefully, are you are you gonna come? Are you gonna come with at least a twenty on this Crowder kid? Uh, yeah, I think so. If if we already <laughs> if we have a, um, a discussion, you know, a small small discussion, I think I should have a twenty. Um, and then uh, yeah, man, I, I hope I'm up uh, for the most part. Uh, I thought the Duke game was at nine a.m. It's at three p.m. No, yeah, it's late, man. It's it's got built up all day. Big Dave, they got me. They put the game at the top of the list on the on the rotation. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke me, dog. Smoke me, man. Oh, jeez. Well, there was me. a time change, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, 
what, what do you uh, do? You think he's a good fighter, uh, Greg Hardy, uh, Alan? What, what do you think? Oh, we have no idea yet. He said he's had like a cup of coffee in the MMA world, so <laughs> way too early. Obviously, they they you know they love the fact that when he hits somebody, they they go straight down. So um, I, I I have a feeling even if he goes on a run, he will he'll run into somebody that probably puts him away. So what is he at fighting? some point? What's his uh, what's his weight class? Oh, he's a heavyweight. He's oh, a gigantic. He's, he's a, a gigantic dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, my bad, my bad. The freak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he's probably right, what like two sixty or something like that. Yeah, Man, he's a, he's a big man. But um, yeah, I mean, otherwise the card's good. There's some good young fighters. There's some names that if you've ever watched the the you know the product that they're uh, they're out there. They're they're throughout the card mixed in on ESPN, ESPN Plus. So definitely worth checking out. So uh, they're not bucks. doing they're not doing like the pay per view thing anymore. They're all going to be on this ESPN Plus platform. No, they'll they'll still have paper, oh, okay. but but okay. the majority the majority of their stuff is going to be a mix of ESPN Plus and ESPN. Like, wow, I want to say they have um, two two ESPN cards. I think uh, in the first four months, and then there's like ten that are going to be on ESPN Plus. But there's so. not going to be like a thirty nine ninety five pay per view. No, there will be. Yeah, the oh, ones okay, that are okay, still okay. numbered, like UFC oh, okay, two twenty four, is Fox dead? Like, is that? That's it. Yeah, that's over. That's the over. Contracts that's over, okay. which is right. why they moved. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. This should be okay. I don't know. I'm not. I think I'm not. Well, I don't know if I. I don't know if I'm a really big fan of uh, ESPN as much as I was uh, maybe eight years ago. Um, but I, I guess this is okay. <laughs> <laughs> my opinion, my opinion on that meant zero as well. So, uh, I, I can just tell by that awkward silence. That was, that was well, listen, I'll, I'll be the first guy to admit I am. I I watch like next to nothing of ESPN. The only thing I ever even know that happens on ESPN is because of social media. So, oh yeah, right. um, you know, we we've reached a level where you're you're watching actors performing um, sports media instead of actually getting any data or useful information so uh, yeah they, they they ran everybody out um, yeah and then it's just kind of become a circus and right well that's what draws that's how they're getting ratings because yeah. the ratings were way down because most people don't want to watch people talk about analytics and stuff yeah yeah you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? true very true so the fs1 is a circus there's ever a circus <laughs> yeah but, uh, i guess we can get into that later I don't want to. That's a whole nother rant for another show. <laughs> for sure. Dave, do you watch any of this? Like the FS1 stuff? Like, I mean, it's kind of out of, it's getting out of hand. It is. The, the whole thing with it going, uh, you know, nationwide. And, and now there's a, such an appetite for, for all this stuff. And I mean, we're kind of the beneficiaries of it. I mean, we've seen, you know, just the numbers go up with people listening to the show, which is kind of fun. Um, you know, and you put tweets out about games or different opinions and, and, you know, a lot of people want to hear it. It's just for us in the industry, it's what we do every day. So it's a hard crowd to please like gambling. Twitter is disgusting. I mean, like everyone's an expert. Um, everyone wants to criticize everyone else when sometimes all you want to just hear is what do you think about the games or what do you think about the lines or, or let's talk about the business. So I listen to a lot of it, you know, in passing where, you know, SportsCenter was must watch television 
10 years ago. You couldn't, you, you know, you had to watch it. You talked about it. It was, it was entertaining as well as informative. Now, you know, the, the meter has been pushed. It's all fluff, no stuff. It's all entertainment and minimal, you know, information. We draw our information from a lot of other sources, at least, you know, people that need to know or want to know stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely changed. Um, and you take from it what it's worth. Uh, that's that, I mean, even from us, you know, like people listen to the show and, you know, they fast forward, you know, through six minutes of it because they don't want to hear about what we think about this or that. I get that. That's, that's fine. We just want to bring it to you, like I said, in an informative way that is entertaining. And hopefully you pull a nugget or two. You know, when you listen to A.B. talk about fighting, I mean, it's just it, it, it's all over this stuff. Mo lives and breathes at college basketball. Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of been diving into the NBA. I mean, there's, there, everyone's kind of specializes in something, but we, you know, try to move it along and, you know, go back and forth and make it fun as well. And I think, you know, there's a, there's a place for it. I, I, I really believe that. I'm 100% think, on board. On all yeah, I think the – I think the key thing there is that you need to look, no matter what, if it's listening to us or somebody else or whatever, um, you need to look for people that specialize in stuff. Like that's where you're going to get your best information. Like, you know, this is why Stephen A. Smith is saying Kareem Hunt plays for the Saints because (laughs) he's wearing 19 hats at ESPN because he's just basically an actor. He's there to get people riled up and, and, you know, like angry about his takes and, all this nonsense. And it's like, how could he possibly keep everything straight when he has to know about boxing, UFC, uh, NBA, college football, NFL, like there's no chance you can't, you can't know everything. And you know, clearly that you can see it as it's breaking down for him. It's funny when you see him, uh, like recently, like covering fights or something. And you got a guy like Teddy Atlas, who's a lifer. You know, God, and, and, I mean, right. And you know, that, tweet that mode put out a, a while ago where am i gonna go you know where am i gonna go i'm gonna watch <laughs> it again tonight yeah, right <laughs> it's so good i mean and he lives and breathes it. and then there's stephen a smith sitting next to him and he can't even match his enthusiasm let alone touch his knowledge and he looks right. so like like you almost have to nudge him like stephen a say something please that's why we brought you here you know yeah. i mean so you're right they put guys in position sometimes and, and you know we talk about it just even in the room you know, you got guys in a room that you, you want to put in a position to succeed. You just don't know where to put them. There's yeah. faces and then there's guys who know stuff. Right. And they don't always equal up. And if you look de- deep enough, you'll know which guys know something and which guys don't. And the guys that can do both should be able to punch a ticket somewhere. <laughs> I mean, you know. You think so. You I'm think still so. looking. I mean, I think we could take this show somewhere where, I mean, we could be, you know, this lock it in show. I mean, it, it gets people watching. Oh, man. I can't believe I forgot to bring that up. What? Dude. Oh, Mo, do you know about this? They bought the Saints ticket. Uh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cousin Sal and your boy, uh, what's his name? Not, Todd, not the Todd, Terminator, but oh, the, the other oh. Clay? Clay. They bought the Saints to win the Super Bowl ticket. Off of they brought it up on their show. Yeah, I guess so. Clay's my boy again. No. <laughs> I shut the whole thing down myself. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, they bought a Saints ticket? They bought a, a Saints ticket? Or... Yeah, they're um, – hold on. Let me see if I so can they, find this. That was the one I saw. Somebody bought the Saints to win the Super Bowl. It was uh, 
I believe yeah, they were selling it for six thousand or something or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't say how much they bought it for, but the ticket pays one hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. Oh, so um, wow. they were saying Furman backed out at the last minute. Yeah, what an and, uh, I'm gonna text yeah. them tomorrow, and I'm gonna let them know <laughs> what a complete uh, and Ra- and they said doing? Rachel's in for forty. That's what they were saying. I oh, was I like, like, "Wow, that. that is wild." Rachel should have put in put down more. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Once we get so, Rachel, then we're on our way. Generally. No, I was gonna say that the Saints are doomed. Oh, oh, oh they're done. Yeah, C- yeah cousin Sal and Clay are in that and, big on the let's Saints. Go ahead and re- let's re uh, uh, revisit the Saints Rams. Start the show over. Okay. <laughs> 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 we're just starting the whole we're, thing over. We're going right back. Mo's gonna be like, oh man, the Rams are flying in money line. Definitely <laughs> gonna be up fourteen, just like the Eagles were, and they're not gonna blow it. <laughs> no, um. Uh, I'm waiting on Whitlock to give out his takes, and then um, he, that's those are going to be faded. Um, and uh, and I oh, he everyone... was wearing he was wearing the Mahomes wig, wasn't he? Yeah, that was the beginning. You were here for that, yeah. Yeah. And, um, now, uh, now we're waiting on the actual move where he's like, "Yeah, he's going to get down here," and then I'm going to be like, "Well, I'm going to get down there." You know, it's in a different area, um, and uh, I'm I'm hoping he's still on Chiefs. That's like the only thing. It's not even a real analytic or handicapping deal. It's just kind of based off of just faith and hate. You know, spite. Spite plays. <laughs> By the way, uh, Casting Federations does do spite plays uh, for the most part. Revenge and, uh, tours, spite plays. There's a whole list of category that we need to put under, you know, most steam. I mean, we got action plays. There's all kinds of stuff. I wish you the stuff. South Carolina gets steamed. You would have lost it, man. I'm telling you. It was unreal. I said, it can't be. <laughs> it was. It sure was. Oh, oh man. I don't know. Part of the business as well, as you guys know this. I mean, you got to know who your players are, who, you know, you want to side with more. But you also got to know your players are that you want to be complete opposite of as well. I mean, you know, I watch locking in and Clay's the guy. I mean, you know, what's that saying? If you don't know, you know, who the square is in the room, it's you. Right, right, right. Clay plays it great. Like, I mean, he acts like it's not him. It's him every day. And it's hard <laughs> picking games every day. You can't pick winners every day. Yeah, that's But my true. man's on the low end of the totem pole pretty consistently. And when he goes on and goes and gives these like, oh, this can't happen and this can't happen. And, this, it, and then you watch the game the next day or that night and you go, it happened again. That's no, the happened. guy. Yeah, that's no, the guy. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's the problem that did happen. Yep. Well, it happens a lot less than, than when it, you know, than it doesn't. Let's put it that way. No, it's, it's great that it, it's like a, it continues though. I, I love it. Yeah. I, I absolutely love it. It happened. It actually happened. All right, guys. I think that's the perfect spot for us to wrap this thing up. Um, <laughs> but uh, anything else, Mo, on the way out here? Uh, yeah. I, I've already, con- uh, this is my second uh, day fading UTSA. Uh, actually, it's, I've already faded them six days in a row. They play UAB tomorrow. Four-point dog. Uh, play UAB. That's really the only play for sure if I had a big one. Um, and then just play against Tech San Antonio for the rest of the season. Um, that's what I got. Nice. What about you, Big Dave? How do I follow that up? I know, Play right? against UTSA the rest of the season? What the hell do I say after that? 
<laughs> oh my god! I'm and, coming after him now. I'm after him. Enjoy the football games this weekend. Uh, like AB said, I mean, we put up a ridiculous amount of props, and there are some. I guarantee there are some numbers that aren't right. I I just know uh, based on a couple bets already, um, and every book has them. So do your homework and, and play the uh, play the props that you you know, you really like because it's an entertaining way to watch the game. And um, I don't know. Selfishly, I want to see the Rams play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I've had had enough of the Patriots storyline. They make for a great foil. They're a great villain. It's true. It's true. Yeah, they play the heel. Bet under and Gronk receptions and yards. The guy's done. That's all I got. Bang. Right yeah. on. Well, for uh, for all the guys, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll check you next time.